0: And I'll say it again. All women need to have a hot girl summer at some point in their life.
1: Deadass. I agree. Now, the question is, can can you run me back on that hot girl summer I'm supposed to have, or is it too late?
0: It depends. If I can have a hoochie daddy summer.
1: Ooh, you got the shorts?
0: <laughs> You're such a capital, bro. Deadass. <laughs> Deadass. <laughs>
1: Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellis's.
0: You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys.
1: And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy.
0: Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow.
1: <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married.
0: Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics.
1: Things most folks don't want to talk about
0: through the lens of a millennial married couple dead ass is a term that we say every day so when we say dead ass we're actually saying facts 100 the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth (laughs) we about (laughs) to take pillow talk to a whole new level
1: dead ass starts right now
0: i'ma take us back to summertime 2004 Okay, this was at the end of my junior year in college. Your senior year in college, mm-hmm. Kadeen and I, as usual, were going through our typical ups and downs, ebbs and flows of relationships. Right, mm-hmm. we love each other one day, hate each other the next day. Right. Yeah. On top of that, Kadeen and I had run into an a issue with her mom, where this is very well documented that Mimi was very very hard on me, mm-hmm. and at this point, I was deciding to not spend any time around her side of the family. So when <laughs> we came back to Brooklyn in the summertime, it was just at my parents' house. And then she would go spend time with her family. But I was at my parents' house the whole time. Uh, this summer, it was this is when uh, I was in college, Brian was in college, and mm-hmm. Terry was staying by the house. Shout out Terry Crenshaw. But um, this one summer in particular, Kadena and I were just arguing about everything. And I was like, you know what? I think we need a break. And Kadeem was like, fine. You want to break the vow? I'll give take you a break. Yeah, break. So I was like, no, no, no. It ain't just about what I want. Do you want to break? And she kept saying to me, why do you keep asking me if I want to break? And at that point, I said, listen, if we're going to do this thing called forever, I want you to know for certain that you want to be with me forever. I think you need to take some time for yourself and make a decision of whether or not you want to be in this forever. Because we kept arguing about what we both wanted, but we couldn't get on the same page. And at this night. Kadeen said, fine, let's take a break. I slept in my parents' house. She slept at her parents' house. Wake up the next morning. Kadeen calls me immediately when she wakes up. <laughs> and it's outside of my parents' house. <laughs> and we proceeded to spend the next summer the exact same way we spent the two summers prior.
1: Together. No.
0: And we have spent every summer since then. <laughs> Just like
1: That. that. <laughs> hey, hey, you ain't nothing but a ooch mama hey. you ain't nothing but a ooch mama hey.
2: you ain't nothing but, hey. you, ain't nothing but hey. you ain't nothing but a you ain't nothing but a hey. ooch mama hey, hey. hey.
0: Who, can, who knows what movie that's from <laughs> is anybody i'll give you a 10 second are
1: y'all second. gonna revoke Three my seconds. black card if i don't know you don't know i ain't know what's Uchi mama movie. you don't
0: I remember mean, I know the song i just don't remember what kadeen
1: ellis what well you could be joseph right now <laughs> what friday it was it Friday? Yes. Oh, I knew it was one of them. Come on, man. Friday, Juice, Belly. <laughs> one of them. No, it wasn't Juice and Belly. Belly <laughs> was a little bit late. It was Friday, bro. Friday. All right. Friday. Big Booty Big, Big, Big Booty You ain't hey. nothing about Hoochie Mama. Hey.
0: Come on. You got to know that. But no, before we take a break, I want to point this out. Mm-hmm. When they used to sing songs about Hot Girl Summers, they would call them Hoochie Mamas. You ain't nothing but a ghetto ass bitch.
1: Mm.
0: Right. But now you got the hot girls. Right. Talking about hot girl summers. and Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So let's discuss this after we pay some of these bills.
1: We'll be back.
0: Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people.
1: That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth.
0: Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective.
1: Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family.
0: That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively.
1: And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down.
0: Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered.
1: When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day.
0: I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here... They're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful
1: cushion. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you.
0: All right. We're back now.
1: We're back. I feel like, you know, Deval, I was robbed of my hot girl summer, whatever y'all want to call it now um i was robbed of it but not by you per se i nah. might have robbed myself let's be um, clear because
0: i i definitely be, told you yes go do what you want to do
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. you know people say you know i would be remiss if i didn't well i feel remiss That's, this is one one instance where i was just like man i could have used the good just just to see what it was like not to you. be out in the I mean, streets you real quick. you ain't the only one you know one? What i'm
0: saying i mean from when i really think about my 20s i spent A lot of my time in my twenties catering to you,
1: Mm -hmm. and vice versa, and our because we thought that that's what we were supposed to do.
0: Right, our parents warned us though. Mm -hmm. Both of our moms warned us and said, "Hey, y'all get into this a little too early." Mm -hmm. And if we're being honest, it it worked out for us because Mm -hmm. I mean, we're still here. Right. So there's no one way to find yourself Mm -hmm. in a happy relationship. It's giving
1: anomaly though, because I don't think this is normal.
0: Well, there are some statistics that state that doing things the way we've done things Mm -hmm. produce an outcome that's more inclined to be successful in marriages, and we're going to get to those. Okay. But um, before we get to those, I want to hear why you feel like you missed out on the hot girl summer.
1: Well, because I've never had that experience. Like I said, you know, going literally from... My parents' household to, in essence, your household, or mm-hmm. whatever we were creating for ourselves together, never really gave me the opportunity to do that. And on those moments when we were not together, you know, whether it was for a week or for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. um, I think my focus at the time was instead of being on myself and not just me being out there in these streets, but just me in general and Kadeem as an individual and what do you want out of life and you know what's going to make you happy. I think I was more concerned with how to get back in your good graces
2: mm. and
1: that in turn just completely took my focus away from that in general. Mm. Um but yeah, like if, I think if we both had an opportunity just to just you know, go do our thing, meet people, date and and to me it's not even just about sex, it's about just meeting people, going out, juggling men for a little bit, you know, mm. S- seeing personalities mm. like that's something that we never had a chance so, to experience. So
0: do you feel like you you missed out on it? Or do you feel like there's resentment towards me? No,
1: no, definitely no resentment no. at all. But it's one of those things like if you could do life all over again or mm. if you could speak to your 20-year-old self, what would you say? Um, and in those moments, that's definitely what, what definitely what it would have been. Is like, you know, go out there and just see what's out there. And then the crazy part is the people who are out there never <laughs> want to be out there. Just like, damn, there's nothing here. So that's what so, I was going to
0: say because my boys who are still single today, and some of them who did enjoy their 20s, just mm-hmm. living life. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's FOMO, right? Or mm-hmm. it was FOMO because mm-hmm. I never had that true bachelor pad life where I could just juggle women and not think about it. Because even on the times we had breaks, when I entertained other women, in the back of my mind, it was like, I can't go too far, do too much because I don't want to disrespect Kadeem. Right. So I never had a chance to really go out there yeah. freely. Yeah. So- even in those moments you know it was i do sometimes feel like dang, what would it have been like you know it's just FOMO but then i That's got it. boys who be like you ain't miss out on much cuz i was out there and right. it gets shallow mm-hmm. and it feels good in the beginning but then after a while it gets old really fast. Absolutely. Same. You
1: know? The the you know, my female friends who I speak to are in that boat or who may be back in that boat now after a divorce, for example. Like, you know, they're just like, man, you know, ain't shit over here. <laughs> it's but, nothing to be uh concerned about because there's just nothing here.
0: But I want to speak to my fear and why I know a lot of people are gonna be like, yo, dude, why would you push your, your girl to go out and have a hot girl summer? Mm-hmm. Right? Let me be clear. I never pushed Kadine out to have a hot. no it was never that my biggest fear in life right because i don't like to be caged mm-hmm. if that's one thing you know about me people say it's an aries thing or I don't, I don't know what it is i don't like to feel like i have to be somewhere it doesn't matter if it's a relationship it doesn't have, matter if it's mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. it doesn't matter even if it's my kids right if someone asked me to do something for example jack said hey dad uh don't forget to turn on the pool because we have so-and-so right got you bro i'm gonna turn on the pool Ten minutes later, if he goes, Dad, turn on the pool. Now I'm not doing it. <laughs> just because you told me you wanted me to do it in that moment. Is like, that the Aries thing or is that just being petty? That's, it's not being petty. It's just I want to be able to make the choice from my being. Like I don't want to ever feel an obligation to someone because I don't feel like we owe each other anything. Okay. We're supposed to choose whether or not we want to do life together. So mm-hmm. I never wanted to grow up and then midway through my midlife, my wife says. You know, when I never really wanted all of this, I never got a chance to be by myself, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Because that happens to people, right? A fact. People go into life trying to emulate other people's lives, Mm -hmm. searching for happiness, right? So it's like, wait a minute, if I do everything like that couple over there, I'm going to be happy. And now you find yourself in your 30s, 40s, sometimes 50 and say, wait a minute, I emulated everything I saw for someone else and I'm not happy. I just realized I don't have to do this and I'm gone. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be married to someone, and have that person say that to me. Mm. So in my mind, it was like, listen, I feel like Kadeen is my future. I have to give her some space and latitude to be able to say, no, I really just want to be with DeVal because I want to be with DeVal, not because he's telling me I have to be here. Right. So that was my whole purpose. No, I
1: get that. You know? I mean, taking the obligation out of anything, I think, makes you really decipher, yeah. is this something that I want to do yeah. voluntarily you know, or not? Um, but yeah, this this hoochie daddy shorts and hot girl summers, I feel like it's like the latest, the latest trend at least with, is it just everyone? I don't know if it's a generational thing or if everybody's buying into it, if it's a social media hype, um, but it seems to be for the single young people. And we just want to know, are these moments of debauchery an obstacle to a future marriage?
0: Well, we can we can talk a little bit about that. Or to a
1: married future.
0: We were talking about it from... A woman and man standpoint
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we were having this conversation with a bunch of friends who are men and women and we were going through the timeline for men and women mm-hmm. right so just listen to this timeline if you're a young woman and you're attracted by the age 16 17 typically 16 17 year old women you see it now and you've seen it back then those young ladies were often looking at older men for attention. Oh, right? we
1: all know that girl in high school that had the older yes. dude picking her up outside. Yes. yes. And then you see so, homegirl by yes. junior, senior year, she having a baby. Uh, yes. Or something like that. Yeah. So we all, Been and, there. in
0: Brooklyn, we saw it all the time. For right? sure. All of the hot girls who were 16, 17 were getting attention from the 20-year-old plus guys when we were in high school. But those 16 and 17-year-old boys typically were left feeling like there's nothing I can offer her, mm-hmm. right? There's There was a meme that was out a couple of weeks ago that said, uh, men are the only beings on earth that are not loved unconditionally, right? For mm. well, for example, children you love unconditionally, you don't expect anything from them. Mm-hmm. A woman, if she's beautiful, you, you can love her you mm-hmm. know, unconditionally. But a man, no matter what he looks like, has to be able to provide something in order for someone to love him.
1: I don't think so. I think women, it can be very conditional with women. <laughs> what?
0: Yo, there is no woman on earth that is gonna just say I'm just gonna love a man with no ambition that just, just sits at home and just loves on me. There's always the I never said that either, provider. but
1: even vice versa. Is there a man that just wants to love a woman that's just at home doing nothing? Yes, really. That, trophy
0: wives. That's the oh, if the she epitome, just looks good. Yeah, she she looks I feel good. Like
1: that's under a condition though, because when the looks fade, then what? What you doing but with her then?
0: But those conditions change depending on whoever is putting in for that wife, right? So a trophy wife to certain people looks different ways. Okay. So you don't have to look a certain way to be a trophy wife. There are women who are stay-at-home wives that some people, and you know them say, how does she get picked to be a trophy wife? Because she doesn't fit what you think is pretty, but someone does. Hmm. How that many is. trophy husbands do you see on planet Earth? <laughs> let's be honest. If we're going to be dead ass, let's be dead a. ass.
1: Yeah I, yeah,
0: I worked for this
2: motherfucker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you cute though. So that I mean, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying that to say that I feel like some women too can get away with you know, people can't get away with certain things. You Like if the woman is going to be a stay-at-home woman, she has to look good. That's the condition under which she'll be able yeah, to Yeah, but, but she only has to look no? good
0: to that man. She doesn't have to look good to society. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is that if this person... So you're making it, more
1: of a general statement. This yeah. meme was a general statement?
0: The, the, the meme was a general statement. Uh-huh. And you know, all general statements is like, I always say well, general statements. to yeah. it, yeah. General statements is the devil's work Because mm-hmm. you can't put everyone under one umbrella. We always right. say that. But what I'm saying is is if you look at history, right, and everything we're talking about now has to be put in the context of history. Mm-hmm. There's no vacuum, mm-hmm. which means there's always things around it, right?
1: That came before and after.
0: Right. But when you look at women, for example, there's no condition that a woman has to be able to provide a lifestyle for a man
2: mm-hmm. in
0: the context of history mm-hmm. in order for her to be deemed enough to be a good enough wife. Mm-hmm. It just has to be that that woman has to be desirable enough for that man right. for him to say, I want her. I mean, there's some women life.
1: taking care of men because they hoochie daddy shorts have exposed them. There are. And then that's what's getting them by. There are. Within but, the hoochie daddy shorts.
0: But let me ask a question, though. Seriously, though. How long does that last before I mean, women be like, this bum ass nigga sitting on my couch, not doing nothing. That happens.
1: That's a fact. That's what I'm saying. Right.
0: There's a condition. At some point. He has to be able to provide something or else he gone.
1: <laughs> He's providing something, all right. It's in the Hoochie Daddy shorts. But yeah, I get so what you're trying to say. Do you
0: say. get what I'm saying? Or are you just saying. trying to deflect because you no, know I, I have a point? No, I completely. No, that's what you're com- doing. That's what you're doing because you know- I
1: completely get what you're saying. I'm just saying that I feel like, like you said, it's a very general statement. So, of course, there's going to be exceptions right. to it. I was just playing devil's advocate the same way right. you like to.
0: And, and and this is what I'm saying. Imagine being 17 or 16 years old, Right. And all the girls that you like who are 17, 16 like older men. Right. So those young women spend most of their late teens, early 20s dealing with older men, dealing with older men issues, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times they get dragged through the mud, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. those older men were pretty much using you for your youth. Right. Right. But during those times, this is, these are my. Poochie mama times. These are my times. I'm going to have a hot girl summers. You in your 20s. You living your life. Because ultimately, when you're in that point in your life, you don't really have to provide anything to get attention from men. Mm-hmm. You just have to look good. Mm-hmm. right? Me and my boys talk about this all the time. When you get to a point as a man and you start asking women to go out on dates, they ask questions like, where are we going? What are we eating? What are we drinking? You don't really ever ask a woman that when you're going out on dates. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I want people to think about this. A woman has her time, late teens, 20s, mm-hmm. right? A man has to spend that time to do what? Build himself yeah. up to be right. what- They're a-
1: still figuring things out. A man exactly. particularly, I would say things probably hit for a man in his 30s. 30s. And that's a man who's been working at- Whatever it is he's been working at. I'm glad you said that. This is not even just some dude that just is existing. I'm glad you said that. This is somebody who is deliberate and diligent. And this is the man who's like, I'm taking all the necessary steps to be able to build whatever life it is I'm trying to build.
0: So boom, men in their 20s have their hoochie phase sometimes. And it's like they know some cougars who just want to get dicked down, Mm -hmm. right? Men don't have a problem feeling objectified. (laughs) We don't, all right? I remember playing football and you be on campus and you walk around with no shirt on your hoochie daddy shorts or mm-hmm. your girdles or your and gray sweat pants <laughs> and all the women is got everything <laughs> to say but as men we don't have a problem with that mm. because we don't mind being objective so you
1: embrace the cat calls and the, absolutely the, yeah
0: absolutely I've, I've never in my life ever felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. with being cat called by women mm-hmm. and you have to understand like we talked about the context of history there's a power dynamic right if i as a man Weighing close to 200 pounds is getting cat called by a woman. The average height of a woman is, what, 5'5", five, five, 120 pounds. If she wants to get aggressive with me, I can defend myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For a woman, it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you are dressed a certain way and you come across some asshole who decides he wants to be aggressive, it's a little bit more intimidating. That's boring. why the, the dynamic between hoochie mamas and hoochie daddies are different. That doesn't mean one is right and one is wrong. We just explain the the dynamic. Mm-hmm. But for for the young men who are living their twenties and there for that for that point is just the hoochie daddy, right? Who's gonna deliver dick to an older woman or a woman who got her life figured out, mm-hmm. just wanna get banged out. Men don't mind doing that. Mm-hmm. Because we also in the back of our mind knows there's gonna come a point in time when I get my finances in order mm-hmm. and I get to be the one looking for my hoochie mama.
1: And is he doing that with a woman in his in her twenties? That's the thing, or is he looking for somebody his age? Because so, what I'm hearing the struggle now is the 30 somethings. Once you hit that age as a woman, 30 something men ain't checking for you either.
0: So now let's let's now, and I'm glad you asked that question. That's perfect timing. We're talking about ages, right? Mm-hmm. In our 20s, there is something that's very real, and it's called the biological clock.
2: Mm-hmm. Women,
0: once they pass 30 and even more further past 35, it becomes more difficult to conceive carry and deliver a baby healthily
1: yeah full term. you
0: see what i'm saying so a lot of times what we're noticing is what happens is that women will have their time and their fun in their 20s where they can control the dynamic because they're young they're beautiful they want to have their fun but now you get to 30 and you want someone to say hey i want her to be my wife it takes time to get to know someone but now you're asking men the same age who's now 30 who finally at 30 may have reached a point where he can fully embrace his ability to have fun because now he has the resources to be a catch. Mm. Remember, in your 20s when you don't have anything, right. you're not really a catch. Yes. So you're not getting the opportunities that your female counterparts are because if you're young and in your 20s, you get all of these older men who have money, who have fame, who have power, who can say, I want her. So you're feeling like, you, you know, oh, I got him to choose me. As a man, when you're in your 20s and you don't have anything to offer, you're pretty much dealing with the leftovers.
1: Mm. You see what I'm saying?
0: Because those Mm -hmm. young women are searching for the dudes who have money. The older men
1: who have it already.
0: You're not the guy who has money. It's very few women who say, I want to build with someone my age in their 20s. Because both of you are still trying to figure things out. That's
1: what I was about to say. It seems like it just makes more sense to try to build with somebody younger. though. I feel like you and I in at different points and have spoken to different people have told them younger people Mm -hmm. than us when asking for advice or how do we make it work or what we've been doing to, you know, get to the point we're at. We usually advise them not to stay together or be too serious too early, kind of like what our parents did. Yeah, but it did work for us because we were able to grind together. And I think in that respect, respect each other's hustle and each other's process to get us where we are today
0: but think about some of the flack that we catch right when we say we had say when we talk about we had a break
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i ain't letting no nigga just go out and do whatever he want and come back nah my chick can't go on no break and come back Oh, devout cheated. Nah, that Kadeem just sticking around to get cheated on. Think about all the things that we have been through, Mm -hmm. that we've weathered the storm, that people criticize and and crucify us for. Mm -hmm. Right? There's a lot of young people who are like, I don't want to go through
1: that
0: level. I don't want to go through that. So let me get everything out of my system. Because Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is, being a young person in today's society with the attention that young women are getting and being over-sexualized and the, the attention that young men are getting for wearing quote-unquote hoochie daddy shorts, right? It's difficult to be 22 and 22 and you're both attractive and getting attention from all over the place with all these options and stay committed to each other and give each other space. It's extremely difficult. Yeah. It was difficult for us
2: to do it in the difficult. early 2000s.
1: Right. And that was that was before what social media just before, became a yes, thing in 2004? It just became a thing. It was yeah. Black Planet you know right, what I'm saying? my space facebook that was it. had just yeah, started yeah
0: but there was no instagram and it was no quick swiping and no quick likes like it didn't happen that fast so what i'm realizing is that once these both these people get to their 30s now a young lady is like yo i need to find someone because i want to have a baby before i turn 35 mm-hmm. so her first thing is now she wants to date deliberately and now you're trying to date young men who are in their early 30s who are like wait a minute
1: I finally reached my point in the power dynamic why I have money so then it becomes a thing of well he's immature Isn't he in his, th- his 30s shouldn't right. he want to do this shouldn't she want to do that right now you're judging other people for the position right. that they're in in their life exactly And it's just like mm, are we even equipped to do that necessarily
0: that's I mean to be honest that's mm, that's really what's that's happening pretty tough. because we see a lot of 30 a lot of our friends who are 30 plus mm-hmm who are like I'm ready to find somebody. They better be ready to go. So now it's two months into dating, and it's okay, sir. What are we doing? He's mm-hmm. like, whoa. <laughs> I ju- I just got to a place of financial security at thirty. You know, I finally got some money in my four hundred one k. I finally am able to to own a nice apartment. Not not the apartment that you saw, but <laughs> but a nice apartment with a view. I may want to enjoy the fruits of my labor for a couple of years, and now she's just like, well, I'm not gonna hang around for it. Now she's jumping from guy to guy, waiting for someone to say, "I want to take you on." And she starts with her thirties too, mm. but those early thirties men are like, "I'm not ready right now. I want to spend some time in my thirties, enjoying life like you enjoyed your life when you were in your twenties, going on trips with ball players. Going on. <laughs> I mean, Think about it. Think about all the girls you knew in all your twenties. All star 20s. Weekend and up. All star mm-hmm. weekend. Super Bowl weekending up. Grammy yeah, weekend and up. That part. Or going all to the events, getting flown here and flown here. Now he's in a place in his early thirties. Well, he wants to do some of the flying out. He wants to get some young girls and have fun. And now the girls in his age bracket are saying you acting immature. No, ma. He's doing to the young girls what you were getting done to you by the older gentlemen when you were in your 20s. And that group, What a vicious cycle. Now that, that, that I look at it that way. can't get it together, though. Think <laughs> about it. The 30s can't get it together. And yeah. all of the women are saying the men in their 30s are immature. All of the men in their 30s are saying, nah, you just want me to do things on your time. Then you become 35. Then you become 36. Then you become 37.
1: The 30s is a very awkward place now that I look at it. Now,
0: here's the crazy part, right?
1: Crazy awkward, y'all.
0: We got men, right, in their late 30s, some of my friends, saying to me now, yo, this shit is whack.
1: (laughs) I'm like, what you mean? This
0: shit is whack. He's like, yo, man, it's... Trying to catch some of the young girls is like trying to catch trying to play whack a mole. They just be popping up and then you know you find yourself trying to compete with another dude who may got more money than you in that moment. So you had your eyes on this one girl, but now he runs over, she runs over there, and then now they're saying to me like it's shallow, man. I, I, I'm trying to find a real girl.
1: Oh wow! So then- imagine the dating scene though. You're right. You walk into a club or you walk into an environment, and then it's just like okay. So now there's a sizing up that must happen first. Mm-hmm. Let's see who's doing what, who may have what. Mm-hmm. Is it even genuine interactions happening at this point? Or are they happening after we've tried to kind of scoped out the scene to see who may potentially have what?
0: Listening to my single friends, both male and female,
1: mm-hmm.
0: everybody comes in with a calculator in their mind that they've already sized people up. For example, one of my boys, right, says he goes into a club, he can look at the girls, right, and be like, okay, she looks really young. This is her first time out in the streets. She's gonna be looking for the Trey songs, the Drakes, the Chris Browns. She's, I'm gonna give her about three, four years to get, you know, go through that hot girl summer. Then when she's about 26, 27, she'll be back down to the guys who, you know, work on Wall Street or may have a good six-figure job. Once she realizes she's not gonna get chose by the people who she admire the most, uh-huh. that's when she'll come back. Right, got you. But then she, he says, like, then you have the the 35-year-old crowd, where you know, let's go on a date. So then the minute we sit down and go on a date, some of these women are like, how much money you got in your 401k? What's your five-year plan? How many kids you want to have? They want to know how credit lo- scores they, and all they that. They want to know how long <laughs> and how long do you think you should date someone before you get engaged. And he's that like, or they're
1: asking follow-up questions that their therapist told them should they should ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's fact. <laughs> okay. That's facts. So now we're having a mini therapy session now because we are going to therapy and we're yes. aware of what we like and we don't like. And we want to know what we're attracting. Yes. So-
0: and that group therapizing. right now, therapizing people, <laughs> that group right now is very critical of each other mm. because here's the reality. When you become 35 and you're in a rush to have kids, if you're a young woman, you can't put everyone else on your timeline because now you have goals for yourself. You want to get done before a certain age. You see what I'm saying? It's hard to meet someone and say, look, I'm 35. I'm trying to have a baby by next year. So what's up? What are we doing? Uh, Most men are not going to respond well to that.
2: Mm.
0: You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you're a a man in in 35 and you're trying to date women, you have to be open to the fact that what she's dealing with is very real. A woman at that age doesn't have time to sit down and let you figure it out for 5 to 10 years. It's unfair. So if you're dating deliberately with women your age, understand what they're coming to the table for before you even sit down with this woman And take her time up.
1: So I'm wondering now if it really makes sense, for example, dating apps, right? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about shopping for an outfit. I go to a particular website. I know that I want something in a certain color family. Am I gonna look through the entire catalog of dresses or am I gonna filter? Right the search right. for what exactly is I'm looking forward to at least narrow it a bit. Mm-hmm. So with a dating app, for example, we have all these different ones out there. I don't even know the names of them because I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not dating, mm-hmm. but I know that there are certain ones that are designed for certain people looking for specific things. Yes. So for example, I've heard that there's an app for people who are, I think either separated, newly divorced or going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. So you can meet people within that same bubble that you're in okay. and then filter accordingly, knowing at least, I'm starting with sense to me to someone. Me. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting with someone who at least is on the same platform as me for that the makes same reason. It makes sense. So to that to me, I think makes the most sense. I think it gets a little bit hairier when you're like out in public at an event or at the club or whatever, and then it's just like you don't know what's going through people's minds. Well, but I can see more and more now why people are leaning on dating apps. Yes and see why people enjoy yes. that we just had a couple over recently and they met on a dating app yes and i didn't ask the actual app but it was just like they already had so many things in common that it filtered they already and knew. they were and then here they are you know what i mean
0: but i mean if you if you think about that it makes the most sense imagine imagine being a, a man or a woman and you you go into a bar first of all where do you meet people nowadays Mm-hmm. right like that's the big question everyone is working so much where do you meet people is it at church is it at a bar right is that family function you come out of the pandemic right so you meet someone you don't know how old this person is you don't know what their ideals are you but but you know that you're on a time crunch
2: mm-hmm.
0: right you'd rather have something filtered already so i know if, if if this person is on my profile if i match with them All of these things have already been decided. We don't have to waste each other's time Mm -hmm. trying to figure that out. That's what it makes the most sense. Mm. The other issue there is you don't know if people are being honest on these apps. You don't Mm -hmm. know if you're being catfished. Mm -hmm. there's, There's so many different variables. But the most important thing is I think we as people have to start understanding these dynamics that are happening and stop just putting blanket statements on people without understanding where we are as people. For example, men. I can't deal with a woman in her 30s because they just be in a rush to do everything. You have to understand why, mm-hmm. right? Our bodies don't change much. We don't go through periods. You know what I'm saying? We don't have fallopian tubes and eggs. There aren't doctors telling us we need to have a baby by 35 or else our chances are going to diminish, uh, increase greatly. So you have to understand what a woman is coming through, coming to the dating world with. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for that, and I always say if you're looking for that, because there's also a contingent of people out there are just out there to have fun which is perfectly fine and you can't get upset if you're trying to date deliberately and that person just wants to have fun and you keep entertaining that person just wants to have fun and then being upset because that person doesn't want to date deliberately that's not that person's fault
1: you we've seen that time and time again oh man it always starts off cute oh it's just fun we having a good mm-hmm. time then somebody feelings getting in the way and yep. then the other person is saying but i was specific i was honest i was I honest and i said what i wanted and i said what i was looking for and yes. it's not this yes and then feelings get hurt
0: and, and the thing is it goes both ways i've seen it with a couple of my friends who are older gentlemen who now exist in a space where they're they're part of the pick Right When when people walk in a club or walk in somewhere, they can tell, oh, he has money. Mm. Oh, he has some sort of power. So now they're getting access to different levels of women that they didn't get access to before. And they try to choose one. But these young women are living on a different plane. Hmm. right? They're in their mid-20s. Some of them making money. Some of them aren't. But they're like, yo, I'm trying to have fun. You are one of four or five dudes I'm talking to. And some of my boys got their feelings hurt. Like Aww, damn. I thought the I. They weren't the pick. Yo, I thought I had Yikes. one, and she chose to. She chose. They. They say she chose the streets.
1: He was the runner up. And
0: no, 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 not even, <laughs> not even, no, 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 not even. They chose to be with someone else. Mm. They chose to continue to be alone in themselves, so that they can enjoy. Everything. Oh, so
1: he was trying to lock it down. Yes. And she was just like, mm, not so much. Because now
0: he's in, at the point where it's boring now chasing all these young right. girls. Oh. I want to get me a young girl that I can settle down with. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you try to find one of these young girls to settle down with. And they're like, yeah, Shout out Grandpa, to the young girls that's
1: like, no thanks, I'm not pop. Just, <laughs> no right, thanks, I'm pop. I'm not trying to I'm settle good. down. Like,
0: <laughs> that's, that's the thing that it was tripping good, me out. I'm
1: good, pop. Thanks. Imagine, were great. Imagine
0: speaking to someone who you went to college with who was younger than you. Mm-hmm. Right? Who is Thirty-five, right? Mm-hmm. And having them tell you that one of the young girls he talks to calls him grandpa, ah. and I'm like, dude, ah. I'm older than you, and she calls, she you, calls grandpa. you grandpa. And he's well, like, yeah, I'm grandpa because I don't be wanting to go from club to club. I like to stay in one area, and I like. To. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, you,
1: damn, your age is so showing itself, bruh
0: I'm like, what, what age are you trying to? What girls' age are you trying to? He said his rule is, his rule is he doesn't go for a girl that would still be in grad school. So she has to at least be 23. The Jordan year is the is the year. It has to start there. <laughs> so at least starts. 23. So he's like, right now my pool So is 21 23.
1: is too freshly legal.
0: He, he said he wouldn't even look at a girl that's okay, 21. Okay,
1: 23.
0: Got he said you. she has to at least be 23.
1: And not the potential to be her daughter or goddaughter, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, like, no,
0: no. It's just, no. It's just, she has to be 23. Right. He, he says right now he's going between 23 and 28. Mm-hmm. He's giving it a five-year span because that's enough time to at least have some experience, mm. but not long enough to be jaded by the world that you just hate every man that comes in front of you next.
1: Oh, Lord. But and he's he okay said. with just being used for meals and a good time, too. Cause, so,
0: hey, it's, ironically. Is he
1: just enjoying the company at this point? No,
0: I- ironically, he said that he has a budget. That He's like, this is my tricking budget. <laughs> that He said, because I get stuff out of it, too. She want a meal. I want a smash. Okay. So, she get a meal. I get the smash. And for the first couple of years, it was fun, okay. until it became monotonous. Like it's the same thing. It's like I've he's been with a lot of women, mm-hmm. a lot of different type of women. He's mm-hmm. just like there's nothing more. He's like I've. He's like it he gets to a point now. He meets a woman within five minutes. He knows exactly where it's gonna go.
2: Okay. But he got
0: his he got his feelings hurt. because He thought that <laughs> once he was able to provide a certain lifestyle that women say they want. Once he presented that opportunity to a young lady, she would automatically be like yes. And then he asked the young working. lady, like, yo, you trying to go exclusive? And she was just like, no, nah, not really. I'm having too much fun. Mm. And I was just like, yo, she's dating someone else who's a little bit more. He's like, bro, she just wants to be out there. She makes her own money. She's attractive. She gets attention from all different I types of it. guys. And she that doesn't sense. want to be. And he's like, God, he's like, I got my feelings for her because I actually really liked her.
1: Mm. But
0: here's my question for you. What happens when that young lady is enjoying her time? Mm-hmm. And becomes 30. I know where this is going.
1: Becomes 30 now, right? <laughs> right.
0: And now she's starting, like, you know what? I had my fun. Right. Now I want to meet somebody. Mm hmm. And she goes to another 30 year old man and he's just like, wait a minute now. <laughs> I want to have my fun because I, think I finally you made money. Call
1: Grandpa. <laughs> oh, you think
0: she should go back to. Call to him! To Grandpa? <laughs>
1: call Grandpa back, sis. Maybe he might still be available. Mm. You never know. Because at that point, what is she going to do now? Try to. Force a guy that's within her age range now to—that's to, what's
0: happening out here—to
1: to settle down. That's, that's a sure ass fire wave to be to not be with punishment. somebody and find As, yourself to absolutely be in your mid forties. And then 40s. to be labeled like, well, she crazy, yo, she crazy. Yes. All she want to do is lock me down, and I'm, you know, I'm, no, I get it. That's, that's, then it becomes a happening. thing of desperation. It's like, okay, that's I get
0: what's it. Happening. Both sides, both sides are playing playing a very dangerous game that could end up in loneliness because they're trying to put you know they're trying to find happiness in this fleeting this fleeting feeling of happiness
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the streets
1: in the streets
0: and I, this is what i think i think you should have a hot girl summer too mm-hmm. but when you prolong the hot girl summer and think that that life is going to wait for you to be ready that's when you find yourself in a predicament and it's not only for women it's for men it's as for well it's for men too but it does happen more to women because once you get past a certain age and you you're worried about trying to have children right if that's what a you certain desire time, then. Th- if that's what you desire i think that's
1: ultimately what it's 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 centered yeah. around yeah yeah so that biological clock thing is actually a very very it's real very thing. real it's a very, very very real thing real. yeah It's funny, we have some uh, stats and and facts here, and this one is kind of a little bit different. It kind of switches gears with the conversation Mm -hmm. a bit, Um, but it is um, from the Institute for Family Studies. Nicholas Wolfinger, Um, he's a sociologist at the University of Utah, found that Americans who have only ever slept with their spouses are most likely to report being in a very happy marriage. So that's if you've only had that one partner. I don't know if there's many people in life left oh, no. where their so spouse they is their only partner. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> where, did, where were these folks at? The Amish. Uh, the, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> the lowest odds of marital happiness, about 13%, points lower than the ones that one partner woman, belong to the women who have had sex with six to 10 sexual partners in their lives. For men, there's still a dip in marital satisfaction after one partner, but it's never as low as it gets for women. So if you out there having too many hot girl summer sis, bro,
0: but let's okay. Is so it because
1: there's more to compare to?
0: That's now now. You saw the meme that I sent you with Which the storytelling. The the, the the woman was telling a story about on every floor there was there was a man right. So mm-hmm. there there's a department store where mm-hmm. you can get a husband mm-hmm. right. On first floor you find a husband who's financially stable. Okay, right, and every time you go up in floors, you get something new. But if you decide that you don't want what's new, you can't go back down.
2: Mm.
0: So there was five floors. So we're so, losing something. No, no, you're not losing something. So oh. this is what happens. On the first floor, she meets a man who's financially stable. Okay. Right? So she says, this is great, but I want to see what's on the next floor. On the second floor, she gets a man that's financially stable and he's romantic. Mm-hmm. So she's like, mm, and romantic? I just got to see what's on the third floor. <laughs> on the third floor, she gets a man who's uh, financially stable, romantic, and God-fearing. Ooh. Wow, okay, so he has everything, but Mm -hmm. I got to see what's on the fourth floor. Gets to the fourth floor is a man who's financially stable, God-fearing, supportive of his wife, and loves kids. So it's like, this man has everything, but I got to see what's on the fifth floor. They get to the fifth floor, and there's three billion women, and the sign that says this floor proves that no matter how good of a man you are, a woman is never satisfied. Oh
1: my God! Right, and there was a
0: woman telling this to wow. a, a group full of women. They were all laughing, uh-huh. but they were all shaking their heads, because, saying that's true. Yeah. Because no matter what in life, they're always going to be looking for the next
2: best. But thing. But is
1: that man or woman? I think that's anybody. No, I don't think um, men are necessarily quick to just say, "Yeah, I'm satisfied," because she looks good, she can cook, she can clean, she has a job.
0: I, I think you can't. You There's can't something put,
1: else. I don't. I don't there think that you can
0: put a generalization over all people ever well never
1: yeah we get right. that
0: but there's always truth in jest mm-hmm. and when people talk about the nagging wife who's always complaining and the husband who's always trying to work hard to make sure that their wife is happy but he, he never finds a way to make her happy there has to be some truth in that for mm-hmm. it to be a running joke a, a running joke yeah. you know joke, what I'm saying because you hear unquote. so many women say my, husband, my husband's simple all he wanna do is this all the time I don't need it you know what I'm saying like think about our parents mm-hmm. think about your mom and dad think right. about my mom and dad right, right. My father be chilling. Your pops (laughs) be chilling, right? Your mom always wants what? More. Bigger. Grander. Mm -hmm. My mom want to go places, want to travel, want to do this. And your fathers want to sit there. There has to be some truth in the fact that it's very difficult to Mm -hmm. please a woman.
1: Because on the converse side of things, if you ask our dads, they've tried this, they've tried that. We've done this, we've done that. And she still ain't happy, so I clocked out.
0: (laughs) Ask a woman what she want to eat. We go to the restaurant. It takes you forever to pick something. Meanwhile, I go in there and what? I know what I want. I'm going to get that. Boom. That's the same thing I got last time. I'm good with that. Boom. But you like You get the same thing all the time. Why do you get this? I said, because I like it. I'm not, I'm not supposed to like what I like. But you don't try anything. Now.
1: But in my defense, I'll be like, how about I get this? You get that? And we share.
0: Okay. That works. Then that works. That works. Right? But there's also us going shopping. And I know exactly what I want, and I go in and get it. Oh, no, I need options, you baby.
1: <laughs> baby, I need options. Don't expect me to walk into one store and pick up the first thing I see and be done with it. No, no, no. We're so, going to shop on every rack, every possibility. I might buy the whole store. I might return half of it, but at least I had options. So, if so, we're not. So, fine.
0: If, and if we're the not. Your little meme
1: might be accurate.
0: Not, but, <laughs> but I'm not saying that it's accurate for everyone. Right. Because I hate generalizations. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there has to be something to the fact that, women are a lot more difficult to please because women like options women want to see so if you have a woman who's been with six to ten men and she's constantly comparing one to another Mm -hmm. how many times have we had friends who wives have said to their husbands how come you don't act like Mm boom it's very rare we've heard a man say that to their wife have think about it right but we've heard the we've heard the former a Mm -hmm. lot Mm mm-hmm so as a woman, you can tell me, maybe if you have more partners, maybe it's more difficult for you to, to figure out what you like because you've experienced more. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the problem. I don't know because I'm not a woman. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep. I think that might be part of it. I think for anybody, though, because men, too, might... What Think about it. We just debunked for example, that it's not the same for men. Well, no, I'm just saying, for example, think about for a man. You are sleeping with a bunch of different women, right? Mm-hmm. You finally settle down, you marry your wife. Do you have an instance where you think, damn. My wife is great but she ain't doing it like such and such did it. Or then honesty? you or then you rank women in terms of like who did this cuz women do it all the time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You
1: know what I'm saying? And I'll be very honest. In my little group chats and stuff like that, it's just like, yeah, you know, this absolutely. one was good for that. Mm-hmm. This one was good for the pickup and the drop down and the mm-hmm. the wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. He was good at giving head. Like mm-hmm. there was people are, are good for different things. So right. is it just that you have more people to compare it to and that creates the unhappiness because it's a longing for something that your spouse may not be doing?
0: I think it comes down to settling, right? Mm-hmm. If you choose to settle down with someone that doesn't meet your standards, You can't blame that person. You settled your dumb ass down. Nobody forced you to settle down, right? So if you have standards for yourself, and this is just, this is really not even about this topic, but this is just about life in general. In general, yeah. If you have standards that you have for yourself that you say, I want these things out of life. Mm -hmm. I want my partner to have these things. But then you decide, To settle for someone who hasn't met your standards for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. it could be biological clock, it could be finances, it could be time, it could be society, you now have to deal with the fact that that person doesn't meet your standard. You can't blame that person for not meeting with your standard. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So my thing is if you have a bunch of options and you have things to choose from, it's in your best interest to either tell the person you want to spend the rest of your life with that these are all of the things that I like, can you meet me here? Or say, I'm sorry, I have to find someone Mm
1: -hmm. who is
0: willing to do all of these things. Ah. And that's what you and I Mm
1: -hmm. have done. We
0: sat down and said, these are all the things that I want.
1: These are my boxes I need checked.
0: And we've (laughs) asked each other, what do you need? Right. And I've said, okay, if these are the things you need, I'm going to work my tail off to provide that so that I can be everything that you need in a husband. And you've done the same thing for me. But it only works when you have that honest conversation about this is what I need.
1: See those conversations that happened before the marriage because we heard of a, yes. a situation recently where someone was very upset because their wife who's now a, rec- a new wife pretty much says she's not giving head anymore because that's not what wives do like that's not within the domain or the scope of what she deems necessary for a wife to do for her husband mm. and it was kind of just like oh my god everybody's clutching their pearls and the edges because isn't that the point where you're supposed to turn that shit up for your husband or not. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like I'm sure if this conversation was had beforehand, Thank you. there would have been a lot more to think about.
0: Thank you. See, I was I was gonna say what you just said. There is no because you're a wife, you have to give head. Or because you're a wife, you don't, you shouldn't have to give head. The conversation is as a wife, this is what I prefer to do. As a husband, what do you need? What do you need? And if my needs <laughs> right. match your wants, then we good. Right. And then I get to say, you know, at this point, well, okay, you don't want to give head. I like head. This ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. But if we get married under the pretense that you're going to be giving me head knowing I like head, right. and then after we get married, you say no, that's <laughs> deceitful. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? married under that's, very false pretences. That's messed up, though. You knew, you knew what I like.
1: Very false pretenses. Is, I, so, couldn't even, I couldn't even co-sign on that one. I'm sorry.
0: I couldn't do it. No, you don't, because you great. the sloppy-toppy. But <laughs> <when part>. I, <laughs> what I'm saying is, we also have to stop putting generalizations on our own marriage. Mm. Meaning... That everyone else says this is what I should need or this is what I should want. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want and need that. Mm-hmm. If you don't want or need that, don't require your partner to provide that because they're not providing you anything that you want or need. That's busy work. You know what I'm saying? That's busy work. What we have to start Direct. doing is saying, listen, yep. these are my wants and needs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything you want to provide with my wants and needs and more, that's all on you. But this is what I want and need. If you can't provide me that, let's make a decision to not be together. Right. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to saying, well, according to twenty thousand men in this book, you're supposed to be giving me head twice a week. That never works. No. What if you what if you're a guy and you don't like head? Don't know many guys who don't like head. But what if you're a guy who don't like that and your wife is trying to do something for you because she read somewhere that all of these other men like this?
1: Well, that's what I was wondering too, with homegirl. I was like, did she, did she is that something that she like read somewhere that that's- said like you're not supposed to do that. Like wives don't do that anymore. Or is is that something that she just developed? Because now what's going to happen is the, the the I'm sure the the story will be: Can you believe that he, we got a divorce because I won't give head everything else I do for him, everything else that that's we exactly have, our be. entire life, and that's the reason why our marriage didn't work because I refuse to do that. That exactly one thing, thing. That's exactly what the that's story. That's probably gonna what's
0: going to be. That's what the story's going to be, and everyone's going to say that he's what shallow, shallow, and selfish.
1: Shallow. Mm. Yikes crazy um but yeah so that that just was interesting because i always wondered that like is it the thing where people who have had prior sexual partners to their spouse particularly those who are having the hot girl summers and the hoochie daddy and you can compare and rank and you know put Mm. that little flow chart together of who did what better does that also too become an issue because you're comparing you know the scenario that you've had in the past to what you're in now
0: look i'm i'm always one for good for healthy competition (laughs) I don't don't mind I don't mind competing I've competed in everything (laughs) in my life so for me I think competition brings the best out of people Mm -hmm. right that that pressure to perform Mm -hmm. because you're you're uncomfortable is what makes you great right right and I know that sounds like a sports analogy but that really is an analogy for all aspects of life right when your partner and think about this uh, young ladies and young men right how often do we Take our partners for granted until someone else starts showing interest in that same partner that you're taking for granted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Think about That's it. That's a fact. It starts as early as junior high fact. school, right? Early as junior high school. You like this girl, right? You like this girl. You know, you don't know how to approach her or whatever. Da, 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 da. You notice someone else is taking a liking to that girl. Now it's like, oh, I got to say something because I can't let him talk to her. That, that's been happening since junior high school. That's
1: when it becomes, this is my fucking fish. Yes. I don't care how many fish are in the sea. This is my fish. Or
0: you got a young lady and she's been your girlfriend and you've been taking her for granted because someone else is paying attention to you. So now you're starting to, you know, I like her, but this other girl right here and she's okay. She's okay. So now you're starting to look at this other lady until you notice that there's a guy paying attention to the girl that you're with right now. Hmm. Then it's like, whoa, 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 you want, you want her? why what is it about her that you want maybe i have something that i don't realize i have and it took someone else paying attention
2: Mm.
0: that's why i'm i i believe that healthy competition is good Hmm. i believe that it's healthy for a relationship as long as both people are committed to being of service to each other that don't mean that you just always look for someone else to take your attention away (laughs) but it's life yeah we don't owe each other nothing there's nothing that's stamped from the beginning of time, I said, Kadeem belongs to Devout, and Devout shouldn't have to do anything to earn Kadeem's love. There's nothing that says that, and vice versa. Oh, I, I, you know I what mean, I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I get that. I agree with that. Or what about the scenario of the woman that's just like, or the couple, it could be man or woman that's together for a long time, whatever, whatever, and then, you know, this one starts to fall off a little bit. You know, you're not keeping yourself up for me, you're not keeping myself up for me, and you hear that, and then it becomes, they break up. Mm-hmm. Then you see either homeboy or homegirl in the gym hard, trying to get back getting trying to get back in shape because why we're not together anymore. You see somebody's looking at your mm. ex or you might be on a break or whatever the situation is. But it's like, damn, let me, let me get in the gym real hard to get back so he could see what he's missing.
0: I I've never understood that. that. I've, I've, never <laughs> I've understood seen that, that happen
1: too. And it's just like, damn bro. Damn sis. If you were trying to keep yourself together beforehand That's while it. you were with your person that is absolutely true then your person wouldn't be over there if you put now the focus is on if you put the same
0: energy into your appearance while you're with someone as you do during a hot girl summer or hoochie daddy summer your relationship will thrive at least at that level right because people tend to say it's okay to let yourself go you fell in love no it's not (laughs) and for the reason you said it's just the reason why why somebody got to break up then I'm going to go be the best version of myself. Why wouldn't you want to be the best version of yourself or the person that you chose to spend the rest of your life with? To me, they they say it's shallow to be on someone about their appearance. I think it's extremely lazy and selfish for you to feel like, well, now that I found my person, I'm going to just let myself go and give them a, a less than the best version of myself. Think about yeah, how selfish whack. that is. That shit is whack. Oh, you love me? Fine. Now that you love me and you've proclaimed your love for me, I'm going to give you less than what i can give because i'll give strangers my best i give them my best but you proclaimed your love for me so now i'm gonna give you less than my best that doesn't make any sense
1: because you just should be used to it and love me for how i am
0: i'm sorry it don't Mm. make no sense to me unless you have a health unless you have a health issue and you can't keep yourself up which most of the time your partner understands Mm -hmm. but if you're just being lazy you for pushing sure. your partner to a hoochie daddy summer or or a hot girl summer if you're doing. I mean, going.
1: well, I, you know, for us married folk, I feel like we can exist within our marriage and be hoochie daddies and hot girls for each other. I mean, hey, hell yeah! What you think? I listen. I, I feel I, like that's how we've existed yes. and existed happily for the past yes. twenty years. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. Because I don't,
0: I don't mind going out and you got on your hoochie mama shorts, you got your stomach out. You got the girls out, little side boob out. And I'm right there on your arm. Because I like to look at it. You know what I'm saying? It's also not fair for me as a man, right, to say, I go out in the summertime and I look at all these girls dressed a certain way. And then not give you that same attention that I give them. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because that's unfair. It's unfair to say to your, your woman, and this is just me speaking to men in general, right? Because there are a lot of controlling men to be like, you're my woman, you're gonna dress like this, you're gonna do like this, right? But then you go out and give attention to men who are women who are dressed like the way you don't want your wife to dress.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How is that fair at all? Right. So, no, you wanna dress like that? I like to look at that. Let's go out together. Right. I'm gonna put on some hoochie daddy shorts. You gonna wear them tight shorts and them heels you got. We gonna go out together and love on each other That's and let fact. people experience what this is together. I don't nobody
1: don't put no age on how I'm supposed to be dressing because <laughs> listen, as long as I am put together, baby, I will be wearing my shorts. I'll be in my body riders all day for I years get some to come. Under boob, you can get a little under boob, some side a little side boob, boob, a little cheek. I get
0: a little nipple action through the through the shirt.
1: Okay, A nipple, I, I guess A because that's as usually you got, when you brush past me, though.
0: That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> as you got older, as you got older, let me tell you something funny, right? <laughs> when we was in college, Kadeem, even college, when I was first playing ball, Kadeem never wore bras, right? We'll be out, we hugging and kissing, nipples getting hard. Look, <laughs> she's looking at me, I'm looking at her. Now we got kids and stuff, right now. She getting dressed and stuff like that. She's like, oh, I got to get put a bra on. I'm like, what
1: you putting a bra on for? <laughs> Nipple covers. She's just like, she's like, I can't have listen, my nipples on. my boys might see this. The nipples, be the acting, they're their own entity, especially after breastfeeding four boys. They're they be not doing whatever own. they want to no, do, they whenever don't. they feel like doing Let it. Let me explain something to so you. So listen. Your
0: nipples be looking for me. <laughs> okay? Let me explain to y'all something, women. Okay? Once the a man house. has given you four kids, right? Them nipples know exactly where I am. I could be on another side of the room and I just start going, <laughs> a nipple's gonna get hard and start pointing in the direction that I'm in and that's letting her know ladies
1: true or false they,
0: let's letting her know Comment. that is us know. that way
1: I think the consensus <laughs> is after you done breastfed some kids these nipples be doing whatever they want you don't they're know they're significantly bigger than they were before you it's don't like know they're purposely like now just you, to let you know welcome. as a constant reminder. You're welcome. Of where you're been. welcome,
0: okay? <laughs> you don't know your titties better than I know your titties. Stop <laughs> acting like you do. How often do you talk to your titties? Never. I talk to them <laughs> all the time. You be sleep, i Full be talking to your titties. Thank conversations. You. Uh, we have we have a very good relationship. All
1: right. Remember, I, I believe you.
0: Remember when you used to who used to massage them and lotion them up so that you didn't get stretch marks? Who did that?
2: Yeah.
0: I true. did. You didn't care no about your titties. <laughs> right? I I do. You're welcome. I appreciate you. You're welcome. I appreciate, and you you that. guys are welcome too. Okay, because you made it through four <laughs> pregnancies and births. All right, yeah, and you're doing fine for yourself. And
1: months and months of nursing, so yes, I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, but yeah, I'm happy that we can exist as a hot girl and a hoochie daddy. Yes, cause them shorts be shorting.
0: I know you. You like, mm-hmm. it. I, I've been doing a lot more squats in the gym. Because mm-hmm. I want to get, thigh, I want that to get a little bit yeah, of thigh you out. Yeah, get a little thigh muscle. But yeah. I'm gonna be I'm working honest.
1: on my legs too, because my legs became mush after these kids. So I mean, that's that's both of us. We yeah,
0: got a little. Come. We got soon a little. Come. Relax. Soon come. Soon come. Right. We got a little relaxed. Soon come. But um, the, I was talking to this about with my boy, uh, black, right? Because mm-hmm. he was saying like the hoochie daddy shorts is just too short now, and I was like black. Yeah, this level. Did you a short ever game. watch our parents? Ooh. My father used to wear shorts. They that used to were look like, like boxers. Yo, they used to look like, yo, they was mad
1: high, bro. Yeah, they were high. We it's like, it's like on the time side. is repeating
0: itself. Think yeah. about it. They wore bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Bottom. I was about to say bell bottoms. We bottom. wore parasuco jeans. Mm-hmm. They wore hot pants. Men were wearing hot
1: pants. I mean, I guess that's the skinny jeans now.
0: That's what I'm saying. So,
1: yeah. Then they were wearing hot shorts. But the best part about it is when they look at the generation now and be like, what's that? Exactly. <laughs> what are they doing? And they were doing the same shit. I'm One still thing, from Brooklyn. I, I'll still be an old lady all day. Y'all can call me that all you want, but I will never get into the lace fronts with the baby hair joints that come down in the front on the forehead like this. They look like a mustache that like comes down and stop. Y'all can keep that. I don't care how old I am. You can say you oh, it's because you oh, it's because you push it 40. Yes. And that shit looks terrible. <laughs> and they all do with it. The lace front joint with the, the freaking Damn, mustache Kay. looking the mustache looking baby hairs.
0: Tell them how you Awful. really feel. Stop. Cut to Stop. 2025, Kadeem with a lace front and a baby hair. <laughs> because,
1: because that is one trend that's the style. y'all can have.
0: Yo, yo can I have hope that. we keep this. Please keep this. Keep please. it. Yo, keep please it. keep this. So in keep 2025, it. right, when we going into something and Kadeem got that same hairstyle, because I'll be the
1: first to tell y'all you. Y'all will never catch me oh my, with the baby hair joints that do lying. that. They're she's lying. They're not going to do that. And yo, you may catch me in a little fashion shoot with a little swirl, little lay down situation but you will never catch me with the lace front joint with the mustache baby hairs can, I
0: tell, you Mark how you, my can words. I tell you how you lying i'm gonna tell you how you lying right now tell me 2008 2008 uh lil wayne did a video where he had on skinny jeans right okay and kadeen said to me Deval, if you ever in your life put on skinny jeans it's over between us when i said that. yes you did you said that and my brother co-signed it brian co-signed it Brian was like, yo, I'm from Brooklyn, I don't never wear no skinny jeans. Cut too. Now, jeans be like, I'm like man, jeans are a little too baggy, babe. I like it when it's a little bit more tight. I like it when it's a little bit. Up. I'm like, wow, you want me to put on skinny jeans? It's like it depends. It depends on the type of skinny jeans. And if it, I'm lying? You don't mind me in a skinny jean now?
1: I don't mind you in a skinny jean. I'm talking about me and the fucking mustache baby <laughs> ears. I am not doing. The mustache, baby hairs. Girl. All right, I'll
0: give you that. Period. I'll give you that. Period. Let's keep this footage, though.
1: Period. Keep it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring up your receipts. <laughs> Speaking of receipts, we got bills to pay. I think we should take a quick break. And we're going to come back with listener letters.
2: Yeah.
0: You may be aware that most people who are black have old blood type. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered.
1: When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day.
0: I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here... They're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion.
1: That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of weird. You do that?
1: Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay.
0: Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash?
1: I just said our cash isn't content.
0: Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
1: There's power in every purchase. Because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few.
0: There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love. Not just during Black History Month. But all year long,
1: that's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
0: That's right. Go to walmart.com/slash/black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: All right, guys, we're back. Back with listener letters. Let's see what y'all got to talk about this week.
0: Oh, this first one is extra long. You want me to oh, it? Hey, yo, all right. <laughs> You
1: want to read this one or you want me to? I'll go for it. All right. So just want to say I love your podcast and your dynamic. You're so authentic. I appreciate that about you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate you. So after listening to the Get It Right, Get It Tight episode, I have concerns. My partner, 31, and I, 28, have been together for six months, and he's pretty much ideal for me. However, he does not work out and lives a sedentary lifestyle. Mm. He's a bigger guy, which I have no issues with, but I would have an issue if he continues to grow in size. On the other hand, I'm into fitness, and I've been working out for years. I've always... Been into sports at a young age and have played some sports at a collegiate level, so I'm really it's really second nature for me. I'm in the gym three to four times a week and I eat moderately healthy. I've figured out that what works best for me and I've been maintaining that for years. At one point, my man was 300 plus pounds before we met and decided to change his lifestyle and lost 100 plus pounds with dieting and weightlifting. However, once he lost the weight, he stopped living that life. Right. I have a three-year-old... I have a three-year-old with a busy schedule and oftentimes I have to choose between the gym or spending time with my man. He mentioned that he wants to start going back to the gym and I've invited him to go with me frequently, which he's declined. So I stopped asking. It's been eight months and I haven't seen him exercise once. And some of his bad eating habits and lifestyles are rubbing off on me. Mm. She put the sad face in there, child. No accountability partner. Mm. I'm concerned that he'll gain more weight and eventually have health issues. Not mm. working out is a big deal breaker for me. Mm. I, know he's, he, I, know he's, I know he's capable. However, I also don't want to put pressure on him or give him an ultimatum because I don't want him to think that I'm not attracted to him. I feel like this might be my person. And we talk about marriage and longevity. However, I know for a fact that I won't invest or spend my life with someone who does not halfway prioritize their health. He doesn't know I feel this strongly about this or that I'm waiting on him. Mm. Why won't he go to the gym with me but expresses that he wants to go? Should I tell him my concerns to convey a sense of urgency? Yes. Um, How do I express these concerns without my partner feeling self-conscious or ashamed? How long is too long to wait for a change? I don't know what to do. Please let me know what you guys think. Love you all.
0: Okay, there's a couple of red flags here. Mm -hmm. First of all, when she said that... um. She's attracted to him, but she doesn't want to tell him that she doesn't want him to continue to gain more weight because she doesn't want him to think that she'll be unattractive to him. Mm-hmm. But she will be unattractive to him. Yes. So you can't not want to say something to your partner because you don't want them to feel or think that you're unattractive when while you're, you're not be unattractive. Attracted. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like That to me is the recipe for disaster because yeah. that's what most relationships carry on. Mm. I don't. I don't want to say anything to my partner about this because it hurt my feelings. Because I don't want them to think that they hurt my feelings, but your feelings are hurt. I hurt. Yes, you yes. have to let your partner know, open, honestly, and in real time, how you feel about things. Your truth, it, whether it hurts your partner or not, is still your truth, and you have to live in your truth, right. or you're going to have resentment towards yourself and ultimately your partner. That's that's the first thing, the red flag. Right. The second red flag here, Kadine and I talk about health and fitness all the time, and people often equate it to being vain. Or just looks. Mm. Kadeen, I say this to Kadeen all the time, and Kadeen, stop me if I'm lying. I say, Kadeen, you and I are in this thing called life together. We have a responsibility yeah. to be here for each other health wise as long as we can. If you choose to live a lifestyle that is not conducive with us being health healthy, it's not fair to me and it's not fair to your children. It does have something to do with being vain, but I want my wife to be healthy. When you've lived through someone, going through postpartum preeclampsia and her blood pressure being high and realizing that health uh healthy eating exercising and and uh sleep can help that that becomes more important than what she looks like mm-hmm. like a lot of our conversations really have nothing to do with the scale i don't I don't weigh my wife I don't measure her waist a lot of it is yo did you did you work out today you were supposed to walk for twenty minutes you didn't what does that mean for your heart
1: Right. That's kind of like the rule that I think we've adopted in yes. this household. Yes. Even my father, my yes. father, who is also getting up there in age. My mother, my mom plays tennis three times a week. My father, who also, too, mm-hmm. all his life, which is a very sedentary lifestyle. Yes. I mean, he did work on his feet and he worked in the hospital for years, but 20 minutes a day anybody everybody should be doing at least that yes. much 20 and not 20 minutes meaning like i walked to the car that's 30 seconds <laughs> then i walked around right. target that's another 10 seconds you know you have to actually do consistent walk 20 minutes a day just for heart health and like a consistent that's important. pace your heart yeah. rate
0: should be depending on your age anywhere between 120 to 140 beats per minute the older you get of course you want it to be lower depending on how often you work out but if you speak to my mother-in-law who lives with us Mimi how often I ask her if she worked out today. It's every day. Yeah. And you know I'm not worried about what my mother-in-law looks like. Ask my father-in-law if I asked him if he walked today. Ask my mom and dad if I don't mm-hmm. call them and get on their ass and say, when's the last time you worked out? Because we as a people have to be better about health issues. Mm-hmm. We often let ourselves off the hook by talking about body shaming and fat shaming. And that's not fair to people who want you to be healthy. It's one thing to be on on someone about how they look if they're already healthy. Mm -hmm. But if you know someone is not healthy, not eating healthy, not going to the gym, and you try to point them in a healthy direction, they say, you're fat shaming me, they just being lazy. There's a a very stark Stark difference.
1: difference I don't think that's a good place for her to start. She wants to know where to start with the conversation with him. If you guys are having conversations about life, about marriage, about longevity, about being together, if this is your person then you want to invest in your person you want to invest in this relationship and I think it should start with the conversation of saying hey if we're going to be doing this life together I would love for us to do the best that we can to make sure that we're sustaining ourselves doing our part to make sure that we're staying healthy yes if it means that we're cooking together if it means that we're meal prepping together that's where Deval and I are now that's where we at now I'm meal prepping for the two of us because yes. I'm like, okay, I understand what we want our diet to look like. I understand some of the mm-hmm. things that we may want to lower or, or, or raise based off of our last panel of blood work we did. Like there's so many things that go into making sure that you guys can sustain this lifestyle together. So that should be the conversation starter. You want him to be as healthy as possible for you, for the three-year-olds, yes. um, your three-year-old. I think she said they have a three-year-old together. Yeah. So with the three-year-old, you want to make sure that that's paramount.
0: And, and gentlemen, I'm a, I'm a- Bring this to you. Just going to the gym does not mean that you're healthy. Okay, we got to do a better job of eating better. If you ask Kadeen, I've cut a lot of sugar and a lot of salt because I wasn't getting enough sleep and I was getting bad headaches. I I took my pressure Mm -hmm. one time and my pressure was high and Kadeen was like, yo, what is going on? It's scary to work out every day and to take your pressure and your pressure be high and to realize that I have a little twitch in my eye Mm -hmm. and I notice that that happens when I don't sleep a lot Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and when I'm eating too much salt. Which means you never know when you're on the brink of something catastrophic happening if you keep ignoring the signs and thinking, Baby. oh, I go to the gym, so I'm fine. No, we that have blood to eat pressure? better. Yes, blood pressure, stress, mm. eating. We have to be better with that as a people. So, so mama, I hope we helped you. This one thing she said too, um, how do I express these concerns without my partner feeling self-conscious or shame? You expressing your concerns in a loving manner, yeah. if they feel shame, that's a them problem. And that has nothing to do with your, you know, with you. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to, if you choose to live with someone and be of service, express your concerns for yourself and them. Them saying they feel
1: shame—that's
0: something they have to deal with because they have to figure out why they feel shame with you expressing concerns. Right. You know, unless you're being an asshole or a complete. I was going to say the way the you, way you, you know, say it, which I'm sure you, it'll come from a place right. of love. But. And ba- based on what you wrote here, I can tell you love this man and you care for him deeply. So I'm pretty sure you're not expressing it to him, you know, in a negative way. But even you can be saying it the nicest way. If he's saying that he's ex- feels shame, he has to deal with that. And you should tell him, hey, if you're feeling shame about what I'm saying, you may need to speak to someone to figure out why mm-hmm. you feel shame about what I'm saying. Right, so, Or
1: create that space, safe space yeah. for him to be able to speak with you about it. All right. Good luck to you, sis.
0: Oh, she also asked one question. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Um, how long is too long to wait for change? Mm -hmm. Kadena and I have been married for 20 years we have argued and debated about stuff since the very beginning that we're still Still waiting for each other to change on yeah so there's nothing is no time is too long Mm -hmm. if you're constantly working on it right right with me and Jackson uh, created this motto a practice uh practice is not punishment it's the pursuit of perfection we know we're never going to be perfect but when you're constantly working to be perfect that means you can get better every single day And when you have a partner that you can see working to get better every single day, they may they may never change to be exactly who you want. But the work is what you want to see that
1: effort. So saves you every time.
0: Question number two or letter number two. Hello, Kadeen and DeVal, as frequent listeners of y'all's podcast, I love how real and objective the two of you are about a lot of subjects. Thank you. With that being said, I have an interesting question for you two. I'm a 32 year old guy and newly married. Prior to marriage, I always knew of monogamy in a marriage, but now in my third year, I'm trying to grasp and learn a poly lifestyle, of which my wife came to me about wanting to experiment with. Mm. My question for you two is, what are your thoughts on the lifestyle of uh, polyamory? Also, do you you two think it can be a healthy way to grow a marriage and make it more fulfilling? Side note, my wife grew up in a religious family and did not get to fully explore her sexuality. We were just talking Mm -hmm. about this without the fear of judgment. As an experiment with both sex as opposed to one. So she feels polyamory speaks to how she feels. Hmm, okay.
1: That's interesting.
0: These are my thoughts on this.
1: Interesting, interesting. Number
0: one, asking someone else's idea on polyamory should never be what you start your ideas right. on polyamory that with. That should never be a precursor right? so or anything. So realistically, asking us what we feel about polyamory shouldn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Do you love this woman? Do you feel like it could work for you? Have you guys had an open and honest discussion about what it looks like? on um, what, what poly- Because polyamory doesn't have one idea neither, just like monogamy mm-hmm. doesn't, right? What does her idea of polyamory looks like? What does yours look like if you're willing to try it? Are you willing to try it together and, and to continue to grow with each other? Mm-hmm. If you guys can find some sort of synergy and work on it together, then it's for you. If you can't, then it's not for you. Right. One thing I will tell you is stop asking other people advice for what you have to find out within your marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, I appreciate you asking us because you respect our opinion. But I can't tell you my thoughts of polyamory because mm-hmm. I've never experienced polyamory yeah. and I'd be doing a disservice to the people who live that lifestyle, trying to um explain
2: mansplain
0: it. or right. uh I don't know poly-splain. what's poly explain. <laughs> Or, you know what i'm saying or, or monogamistically explain <laughs> what polyamory is right all i know is that if you guys can find a healthy way to communicate and be honest with each other through this process and find something that works for you then knock yourselves out you know he
1: said they're newly married so 20 now they're in their third year and this is what his wife is looking for i think it's a great thing that his wife is comfortable enough absolutely to speak with him about absolutely. it and then he entertain it or at least say you know what I may not know much about this lifestyle, but I'm willing to find out more about it or ask about it to see how we can possibly make this work. And with his wife not growing up having fully explored her sexuality, it looks like she wants him to be right. a part of that while she explores women. You know, I guess they just have to make sure that the ground rules are right. put out there. Right. And one thing that does get a little hairy sometimes is like, okay, sometimes we can make these ground rules, right? Mm. And they can be kind of general or they can just be specific. But what if a scenario arises where we didn't really express what the ground rules were for this and it could potentially cause issues or a rift or tension later on. So you have to be flexible and willing to kind of roll with the punches as you guys explore this together because you may embark on something where you're like, I thought I would be okay with this, but I'm not necessarily okay with that or... I don't know, my wife seems to really be enjoying this lifestyle with the women, Are, am mm. I then fearful now that she's no longer going to want to be with me and she may fully want to be with a woman? Like, There's so many different ways that things can unfold. We just can't really speak on it too much because we don't know I much just, about I it. I
0: just think that like any marriage, it's an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there's never going to be a point in your marriage, whether you're monogamous or polyamorous, where you say, we figured everything else, we no longer have conversations. That's all, This is always going to be a conversation. 20 I also want to say that if at any point you feel like this relationship is not advantageous to all parties involved, you can walk away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like this this idea that marriage is supposed to be till the very end, regardless of whether it's to detri- at a detriment to either party or both parties is just not real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people quote the Bible and use the Bible as a way, but we're seeing pastors now get divorced. You understand what I'm saying? Like the Bible was written thousands of years ago. The world has changed. Mm -hmm. Everything is not going to be the same way. Now, if you're a super religious person and you believe marriage is forever, then you need to have that conversation with the person that you're with and find someone who lives that lifestyle with you because Mm -hmm. that can also be the right lifestyle for you. Ultimately, there is no right lifestyle for everyone on the planet. You have to figure out what works for you. And some live. things
1: are seasonal. Some things That's are true. phases. Like she,
0: she may, you know, like she may try it because she says she was religious and felt kind of, you know, coddled and bubbled. And she may try it and be like, wait a minute, I just, I really just want to be with my husband. Mm-hmm. Like that may be a possibility. Yeah, you, you never sure. know. So yeah. as long as y'all are having the conversations and you don't feel like you're hurting
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she's not hurting or you're not hurting
1: someone else, right?
0: Then do what you guys do, man. Continue to talk about it and and God bless.
1: All parties involved just need to agree. Yes. All right, y'all. If you want to be featured as one of our listener letters, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com.
0: That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com.
1: All right. Moment of Truth time. We're talking Hoochie Daddy shorts, Hoochie Daddy summers, Hot Girl summers. This uh, trend that we seem to be on, which I don't necessarily even think is a trend because I feel like so our exactly. parents, parents, our grandparents, y- y'all had y'all hot girl summers in hoochie daddy Absolutely. shorts. Absolutely. So what's your um, moment of truth, baby? got one?
0: My moment of truth is, is this. Um, we all need to stop labeling people based on what they do in a moment in time. Hmm. For example, because of social media, you get to pe- see people live out their lives in real time. So if someone decides they want to have a hot girl summer for this moment, a couple of months, people then want to say you're in the hot girl summer pile Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You're just a hot girl. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's fair. You know, Mm -hmm. if you decide you want to wear hoochie daddy shorts and and women want to say, oh, he just wants to be a thirst trapper and this because he wants to do that for these couple of months, it's not fair. I say let people explore and see if they want to be of service to other people during this time. And then let them reconvene and say, you know what? I've made a decision about it. Let's stop shaming people and acting pe- acting as if we all haven't experienced, especially our parents' generation, <laughs> haven't experienced our all versions of hot girl summers and Hoogie daddies in the past. Absolutely, they just I also, evolve. I also want to say this: if you are in your mid thirties and you're a young man or a young woman trying to figure out what the opposite sex is thinking about, because this seems to be the age that people get real confused about why the opposite sex is moving this way. Think about being, think about if you're a young man, think about being a 32 or 33 year old woman and being told that you have two to three years to have a child healthy and thinking about what that woman is doing in the dating pool and why she's dating so deliberately.
2: Hmm.
0: If you, as a young man, can understand that perspective as a young woman, you'll then know whose time not to waste if you're not interested in that. And you'll also understand why she's asking the questions she's asking. If you're a young lady, and you see a young man is in his 30s and he's living his life and he's dating and chasing all these young women. Just ask yourself when you were in your young 20s and you were chasing all of these ball players and entertainers and getting flown here and flown there. Now it's his turn to do that. Mm. So if he don't seem like he's ready to settle down with you right now with 32 or 33 because he just finally got his penthouse apartment. Don't judge him. Because he ain't ready to be a daddy. He trying to be a hoochie daddy. (laughs) And I just ask that we have some grace for each other in our 30s. yes. Because we in our 30s be bashing each other so bad right now.
1: 30s is a very awkward phase. It is a
0: very awkward phase. (laughs) But I have faith in us as people that if we do history and and understand sociology and try to understand the other person's perspective, we'll go into dating and saying, you know what? That young lady's in a certain space. I respect her. I'm not going to waste her time. For that young man is in a certain space. I don't want to waste his time because I know that I'm looking
1: for more and he's
0: looking for less. Wow! So that's that's my moment of truth. You
1: took a portion of mine, which is cool because mm-hmm. I was going to talk about the different age ranges, like what the 30 year old men look like, what the 20 year mm-hmm. old woman look like, and vice versa, and how that changes. So to keep that in mind, but I guess my rounding out the moment of truth, I would say when you're having your hot girl summer or your hoochie daddy summer, or however you want to call it. Not everybody has to know that you a hot girl, <laughs> unless you advertising that you a hot girl. You see what I'm saying? So some <laughs> things you can keep to yourself, and you can hot girl in private. Uh, I, I, Don't advertise. Advertise that you're a hot girl if that's not something you want to be labeled for the rest of your life. That is true. Have your summer. Keep it low key. That's true. Have your fun. You yourself and you will be the only ones to know that, true. that you were playing hot girl or you were playing hoochie daddy. And then you can reemerge once you've gotten that out of your system. That's true. And then
0: no one knows the why. Take
1: deliberately. No one knows the why.
0: So that's what you did, huh? Now we know the truth. You can't handle the truth.
1: Now I wish I could advertise my hot girl summer for y'all. It hasn't come yet, but I don't know. Let's see. Catch me in a couple years. I'm still gonna be hot girling with you, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly with me.
1: I'm gonna be hot girling with, with, with you.
0: With <laughs> me, exactly. As long as you know that.
1: Gotta keep it spicy, you know. Hey.
0: Hot girl summer's got you pregnant a couple of times too.
1: That's a fact. Yes. But that's something that we will not be replaying. <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. You could take that one and roll with it. All right, y'all. Be sure to follow us on social media if you're not already. Follow the podcast page, Dead Ass the Podcast. And, of course, I'm Kadeen am,
0: And I am devout. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.
1: Dead Ass.
0: Dead Ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference.
0: That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are, and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule.
1: It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
0: You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.